actually the body, and they tell about the muscles and the organs and what herbs or drugs to take. We have systems of spirituality that involve meditation and study of scriptures. But there's very few systems that really put the mind and the body together. And the chakras, because they occur in the body, because they have physical locations in our body, and yet they are not physical in themselves any more than an idea is a physical thing, they have a place of cross-correlating the mind and body together. In fact, you could say that the chakras are the places where mind and body meet. And in this sense, they are vortices where two currents pass. One goes down towards the earth, it begins in spirit, and it descends into matter, taking on denser and denser forms. And the other current begins in earth, and it rises up into spirit. These are the two directions of traffic. And as we go on this journey, sometimes we go north, sometimes we go south. Sometimes we are rising up to come out of our bodies and into transcendent consciousness, which has a wider and wider expanse. And other times we are bringing that transcendent consciousness down inside ourselves, through our chakras, down into the earth where we can manifest our dreams and our visions. We're going to start at one end, which is the earthly end, which we're all familiar with, what you might call our consensus reality. And we are going to take a journey step by step to the heavens, to the realm of consciousness itself, of mind, of spirit. And we're going to integrate the two and learn to bring them back down. So the chakra system is a map for the journey to consciousness. And as a map, it is applied to a certain kind of ground. If you look at a map of San Francisco, you realize it's in the state of California. The ground of this map is the human body. The chakras as energy centers in our body can be thought of in many different ways. They correspond to the seven major nerve ganglia that branch out from the spine. Some people think of them as in the spine, but that's not really true. The spinal cord is a central column of energy that connects them, but branching off from the spinal column like little bushes are bundles of nerves, and each one of those corresponds to a chakra. So there are centers where there's a high degree of nervous activity. It doesn't mean that the chakras are the same as the nerve ganglia. But the nerve ganglia create the emotions, the ideas, the states that we often experience. For example, when you're nervous, you have butterflies in your belly. That's your third chakra, your power chakra, being perhaps a little insecure. When you are upset with something, you might feel a lump in your throat. When you are stressed and can't see your way through, you feel a headache. When you're falling in love, you feel a fluttering in your heart. These are all activities in the chakras that are created in part by the nervous energy, but they're also created by the consciousness that is going through these centers. And so it's a spinning vortex of energy that occurs within the deep core of our body. And this spinning vortex generates the patterns that we create in our physical body, in our psychological states, in our spiritual states, and in our interactions with others. Now, in talking about these nerve ganglia, it's helpful to know where they are in the body. 
So the first chakra relates to the coccygeal plexus. This comes out of the coccyx, as you might imagine, that little bit of tailbone that winds under at the base of the spine. And it relates also to the sciatic nerve, which is like a big root that goes down towards the ground. If you look at a diagram of the sciatic nerve, it has little fibers coming off it just like a root. It goes down and it branches out at the feet. So this is often called our root chakra. This is where the nervous system roots down into the earth, finds its anchor, finds its stability and its strength. And if you've ever gotten a fruit tree at a nursery, for example, where the root ball is all wrapped up or you've transplanted a plant, first thing you need to do is loosen the fibers of that root ball so that it can really go down into the earth. So when the first chakra is constricted, the roots can't fully anchor into the earth and we don't get as much nourishment from that end of the spectrum as we need to have.